0: Welcome back to a couple goals with S and M.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: Hello, love. Hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Mm. I'm so good at accents.
1: So how's it going? Fine. What'd you do this week? It worked. Yeah? Yeah. Nothing else, that's it.
0: Yeah. Huh? What'd you do? Worked. Yeah. I it saw was, some friends yesterday. It was Fourth of July.
1: It was Fourth of July. We didn't really do anything. Cause, I, and I worked. Yeah.
0: Because I don't work for anyone but me, so I don't get a paid holiday for that. I have to work. You don't have to. I do if I want you to get done <laughs> on really time. You're really gonna bitch about
1: working from home? You're gonna? Yeah. You better have a crack I a do smile. If I,
0: I do if I want something <laughs> <stuff laughs> Because like, I'll done start. On. I'll go
1: off. Straight <laughs> well, with you in a heartbeat.
0: I want you to get done on time. I gotta work. Because. <laughs> you know.
1: Anyway. So what's up? <laughs> this is a terrible
0: yeah, so, segue
1: beginning of a podcast here.
0: So yeah, um April. nothing much. We had a nice typo in our Brunswick paper. The headline was about. well the headline was amazing in and of itself.
1: What was that uh It says oh.
0: Man reported as being asleep found sleeping.
1: Yeah, exciting stuff here in Brunswick, the old Bruns-tucky.
0: It's from the Neighborhood Crime Watch, and it's reported from the Brunswick Police Department. But then there was a typo, and it said the girlfriend, Kendra Robertson... Different well, story, not
1: related. No, right? it's
0: it, that's the headline for this. Oh. It, well, see what it is, is it's the Neighborhood Crime Watch. Hey, but so it's, it's probably
1: a, the headline ties into a different one though right because it's a different
0: crime yeah right. but that's what I mean. so what they do is Unrelated. they do a compilation of all the different everything that came in for the week but then like here's here's one of the stories that came in this week and i'm not going to read the whole thing but i'm going to just read this little snippet "The girlfriend kendra robertson 12 so that's how you know it's
1: of, of the homeowner. Girlfriend of a homeowner.
0: The girlfriend of the homeowner. So here, here's the whole story. The police responded to a Southwick Boulevard re- residence after receiving a re- report of a disturbance. There, officers made contact with the homeowner who reported that he was assaulted by his girlfriend. Also present, police said, was the girlfriend's mother. Paramedics responded to the scene. However, transport to the hospital was declined. The complainant. 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 Complainant and the suspect's mother declined charges. The girlfriend, Kendra Robertson, 12,
1: <laughs>
0: of Southwick Boulevard, was found to have, had to have an active mayor's warrant for failure to appear on an original charge of drug abuse. She was taken into custody and transported to county jail. So obviously 12 is the typo there because you can't name a minor. You
1: can't name a minor. <laughs> she should not be dating a homeowner. <laughs> Unless Home he's owner, like 14, 14, which is unacceptable.
0: But yeah, so that's the headline, which I, I don't have the whole thing there. But I could actually find it if I wanted to, because this whole, you know, newspapers are online now, too. But yeah, this was a picture taken and posted into the local group. They were like, what is happening in Brunswick? Like, what's going on? With the that who works there now? <laughs> it's like, what is happening?
1: It's it's the kid from Hot Fuzz. Right. They, that they murder because of all his typos in the newspaper.
0: It's like so bad. What is going on? It's like, but also, how are newspapers still around? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what what's going on in our local newspaper. That's what it looks like. And that's literally the city that we're in.
1: There's a lot of uh, great memes going around.
0: Yeah, because of the whole, um, you know.
1: Donald Trump talking about how we Donald stormed the airports, the airports during the Revolutionary War. Jesus. I'm going to read this one because I just I found it very amusing.
0: Is it the one Logan sent?
1: the one Logan sent. thought it was really funny. It's dated. Uh, it's, it's a letter from a soldier to his wife. A Revolutionary War soldier. A blue coat. Uh, freedom fighter, whatever you want to call him. April 14th, 1775. My dearest Abigail... Yesterday we began our assault on Newark International Airport. We lost many brave men near baggage claim, but managed to take the high ground on Concourse B near the Cinnabon. I hope to be coming home soon. Keep an eye on the horizon for my Uber X, your loving husband, Thomas. (laughs) Our president is such a fucking moron. So, yeah, and remember, Dan Quayle spelled fucking potato or tomato wrong. It was potato. Whatever it was, added an E to it, and everybody jumped on him like he was the biggest idiot ever.
0: Yeah, Murphy Brown fucking rode that train for like a season. Yeah. Like a full season.
1: But meanwhile, this, this guy, guy, his this prompter teleprompter goes out and he starts guy. talking about how we stormed the airports.
0: He stormed the airports and then he said, I memorized that speech. I memorized it good.
1: Yeah, he memorized it really well. He memorized it so well that when his teleprompter went out, he started talking about airports during the Revolutionary War.
0: We took over all the airports. Yep. Yep. Sure did. Yep. Sure did, you dumb fuck.
1: God, I hate that guy. Like, I I I would like to
0: say that it's been a a week since we released that Patreon episode. Yeah, where I asked, and you guys who don't, who aren't Patreon patrons, I asked that everybody who's ever voted for Trump text me and apologize, and no one has. (laughs) So, if you voted for Trump and you have my cell phone number, you owe me a text. (laughs) I've not received it yet.
1: I have a theory that he has a uh, a chamber much like Darth Vader had in Empire Strikes Back where where his helmet comes down and gets put on him. And that's how his hair gets put That's on his him. hair. Yeah. Yeah. It's assembled that way.
0: And then it's like, like the front part is like all that orange face paint. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> like just like this little <laughs> s-
1: s- 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 comes out, sprays him Not down. the white area. Right.
0: It's like, oh my God. Well, it puts that a little like, dude.
1: thing over it, you know, like a stencil and then just does his face. Yeah.
0: And this red tie
1: gets put on, clipped on to him, and he's sent out
0: there's to fucking Trump around suit from Burlington Code Factory and to say the
1: dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. I I think he might be dumber than the Kardashians. I don't. Well, I haven't like, spent any time listening to them. they're all the
0: them. same ilk, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, there's just those, they're just
0: they're the reality they, TV. They suffer ilk.
1: from affluenza that made yeah, up
0: seriously
1: fucking disease. I'm so, rich, what can I do? I, so, I don't know. eight
0: years ago today, I was in Atlantic City. It showed up in my Facebook memories. Yeah. And I stayed at whatever the Trump Hotel is there. Yeah. And there's a picture of me holding Trump bottled water. Right. And the label. No, it was just eight years ago. Yeah. That label, he was younger than he was in fucking Home Alone 2.
1: <laughs> the picture on it <laughs> the picture on it
0: i'm like okay so what is this from 1981 right like what is this picture and i was looking at it today when it showed up in my memories and i'm like who is this guy right like and at the time i didn't realize how outdated it was because he wasn't top of mind right now that i see him all the goddamn time i'm like when was this picture from he was yeah. like 45 years old right the dude is like 71
1: yep uh, <laughs> Okay. He's so vain. And it's funny because, like, he he looks the way he does and then he's vain about that that look. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, he thinks, like, this is, I look good like this.
0: Right. He's like, I bought this. This
1: is the hair and face color I want to have.
0: I bought this secondhand suit. Like. Yeah. How do you look like that in a suit?
1: Yeah. How are you rich? There's no fucking way. And, yeah. And that's how you
0: look in a suit?
1: Fits. He looks like a, an extra from Beetlejuice or something.
0: He looks like he stole that suit and was like, <laughs> like his suit got dirty and he had to wear that one. <sighs> like in my cousin Vinny, he had to go to the secondhand shop right, and fucking wear that because that's all that was open because the suit store got the flu. <laughs> like that's what it looks like.
1: Because everyone who works there got the flu.
0: That's what it looks like. So yeah, now it's housekeeping. It's your segment.
1: Oh, Okay. Uh, Find us on all the socials, Instagram and Facebook and whatnot. We are on the Internet as Couple Goals with S&M, Couple Goals Podcast. You can find us and follow us. You can join our Facebook listener group. And, of course, you can always help us out by uh, going to Patreon. Yeah. Our Couple Goals Patreon page.
0: So our Patreon page popped off for a minute there. We had a video and an episode,
1: episode go up. Yeah, so you get exclusive episodes and and uh you know if you're at least a $5 donor, monthly donor, and then we have our $10 donor still has not canceled surprisingly. <laughs>
0: so that's July we get a we get got to do a video.
1: Got to do a video.
0: For July. Yeah. Yeah, so we do the we do videos now. That's a thing.
1: Yeah, I haven't I've been brainstorming the next one.
0: I have ideas for the next one. Oh, good. But it's good, not good, gonna good. be like this past you know, No, I
1: don't want it. To, I don't want yeah, it to be like in the same vein it up. every time. We're gonna time. change it up
0: and do no, something. I just different. want it to
1: be something different from just us talking, yeah, though. Yeah, this
0: is gonna be It doesn't have
1: to always be like a stunt or
0: a thing. Yeah. But this is gonna be a thing. I mean it's gonna be a thing, but it's gonna be a different thing. Good. Yeah.
1: That's so good. We're gonna I'm excited we have to hear another that. Video. Whatever that is.
0: Yeah. We're gonna do a video for this one too. Well of course we are, because that's Because <laughs> that's what we promised. But I'm also <laughs> going to revisit the names of the tiers. So Patreon, I'm going to revamp a little bit and rename the tiers and the images that go with them. Yeah. And then also maybe... Since we re- kind of know
1: more what it is now. Yeah. Since we're more I don't know, we'll do this.
0: And we're more familiar with our skill sets and what we what's within the realm of possibility and our bandwidth. Yeah. And what we truly can provide you. Right. So... We're gonna revisit that, so that look for that being revamped in the next couple weeks. So yeah, I think that's everything there.
1: All right, let's get to the the meat and potatoes.
0: All right, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Why don't you oh go God, first? Well, God, are you going? Are you doing Spider Man again? <laughs> we saw Spider Man Far From Home. Are, we, are you doing that again? We did
1: do, see Spider Man. Are, are you not going go to go first?
0: I for you to for go first. Go, okay.
1: <laughs> Why are you worried? You you do not like Spider Man?
0: Well, we saw Spider Man Far From Home, and I feel like we would talk about that.
1: We might talk about that a little if bit. If you
0: weren't going to cover it, we would talk about it right now. So the fact that you're making me wait tells me that we're gonna talk. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. All right, so the I'm gonna tell you guys a, a story.
1: Sound of a hundred listeners rolling their eyes.
0: Right. Going, and Jesus like five
1: fuck. listeners being like, yes, <laughs> Spider-Man.
0: Son of SD being like, yes, <laughs> that's it.
1: And Steve and Matt, it's three people at least. Yeah.
0: Are they like that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to tell you guys yeah. a story. So. Here's my story.
1: <laughs> Dead air.
0: So here's the story. 8 a.m. Thursday. 426, 2007.
1: April 26th?
0: April twenty
1: six, 2007.
0: Okay. Breckenridge, Colorado. Royal Scoop Daniels. Scoop is his nickname. I'm going to call him Scoop. Okay. He leaves his, no, I'm lying. He arrives at his law office. His law office? Law office.
1: Law office. Law office, office. <laughs> law office,
0: law office for sure.
1: That's how we do things now. It's just, everything's one word.
0: Law <laughs> office. I'm headed
1: to the law office, honey.
0: <laughs> well, if I had a law office, I'd call it a law office. <laughs> yeah. So he arrived at his law office at 8 a.m. And a hailstorm had just cleared because Breckenridge is like high altitude. OK. OK. So a hailstorm had just cleared and he he was a really super popular fixture in town. So everyone loved him. He's known as a man of habits. So we showed up at his office early every morning, and he had like a—he was one of those people who had like a routine. So every morning he made himself oatmeal and coffee. And it was.
1: I want to be one of those people. Right. I've tried having a routine, but then I just want to sleep. So my routine is just sleep as late as possible, or until until dogs get me up. And then sit on the couch and scroll through my phone until the you absolute do last a, minute. You do
0: have a routine. That's what your routine is. Is it? Yeah.
1: Sometimes I do other things.
0: But his routine sometimes is to, eat. like, go... Sometimes I don't. So, his routine is, like, to go to the office and then, like, make oatmeal and coffee. I
1: never liked those people who would rather do, like, their home Their routine at the at office. office. Yeah.
0: Like, what the fuck?
1: I'm, I'm so, I like... I mean, I my office
0: is at home, so it's With, fun. like,
1: two minutes to spare at work every time.
0: Yeah. It, that's so weird. So... He always showed up before his staff and would do, like, all this shit. So, like, by the time the staff got there, like, right on time, like you. Yeah. Like, the coffee was already brewed and stuff and everything was already set up. Yeah. So, eventually, the secretary shows up and she always rolled in at, like, eight on the nose. But the office is real social because it's right above the bank and right across the hall because it's, like, an office, like, building, you know, where you just run out, like, one of the yeah. one of the spaces in the hallway. So it's right above the bank, but right across the hall from the the city radio. So people are always stopping in. It's a real small town, and it's like a resort town. So he leaves work at six p.m. He goes to this fundraiser with his girlfriend around eight p.m. And he was like really into women. And, like, spending money. Like, that's his, those are his advice. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
1: this reminds me of you like, see. Like, you like sex and money? We should I hang like, out.
0: I like sex and money, too. <laughs> so, so he was a pretty free spender. So, like, he, at the um, fundraiser, like, he bought the whole table drinks and he spent, like, 500 bucks on the silent auction and stuff. Okay. And he floated from table to table. He was chatting all night. And afterwards, he and his girlfriend go back to his apartment. Or I guess it's like a home. Like, it's not really an apartment. It's like a freestanding. Sure. After the event. And uh, they spend the night there. And then he took her back to her apartment at 530 a.m. Friday morning. Okay. Okay. Then he went to work, arriving at 535 a.m. Fuck me. (laughs) I'd rather die. But okay.
1: Uh, You remember... Remember when I would start my day at like three thirty in the morning sometimes, yeah. and then get home at like midnight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That Logan was. likes to make fun of me and remind me of that Three <laughs> Rock episode where Kenneth is like, "Is it okay if I just work sixteen hours today?" <laughs>
0: that, <laughs> was like, you. that was me. <laughs> that was you, and they were like, "No." Right. Remember, remember when you worked there and you got a tooth extracted, and they were like, "Yeah, well, you gonna be able to finish out your day right. though? You can." I worked come back eight work?
1: hours, went and got a tooth pulled. Worked like eight more hours (laughs) with (laughs) with excruciating pain. And
0: they were like, yeah, you're going to need to come back in. Like You're not done working. Yeah. That place. They go fuck themselves. Uh, Anyway, um, what was I say? Okay, yeah. So he goes to work at 535 a.m. that day. So this is the 27th. So when his staff showed up around 8 a.m., he was nowhere to be found. Okay. His oatmeal and his coffee were there. And as the morning goes on, he doesn't return. So, Interesting. Yeah. And so the he plot mi- thickens. He missed his appointments and he didn't call anyone to say where he was. Right. By three p.m.
1: That's what missing means. Yep. But Go on. Do go on. Don't just stare at me. Goals, This is radio.
0: Couple goals. Word of the day: missing.
1: <laughs> Conflate.
0: By three p.m., his secretary was concerned, and she called the police. And Scoop was officially named a missing person. Okay. So police noticed his car was still in the parking lot, and his staff said that he doesn't walk anywhere. (laughs) Like, he doesn't even walk across the street to the deli. Like, he will drive. That's stupid. Like, he will drive across the street.
1: That is necessary.
0: Well, he's an old man. So. The community sprang into action because it's a small town and people really liked him because he bought stuff.
1: I think it's just because people are nosy. But anyway.
0: My notes said people people love a cause.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's actually
0: what I wrote down as my notes. So nothing was disturbed in his home. No clothes were gone. And assistant police chief Greg Morrison became the lead investigator. He was concerned that Scoop was nearby because of how undisturbed the whole scene was. Yeah. Like every, like his dog, he took his dog to work with him every day and his dog was still there. Hmm. Yeah. So his coat was still there. Like everything was still there. So the river is next to his office. And if you were like near it, like standing on the, like standing on the bank, you could fall in if you went into medical distress. Okay. You know, so he was like, oh, like he could be, he could have fallen into this river or whatever.
1: Did he hang out by the river? (laughs) No one knows. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, so what he, did he drive to the river?
0: <laughs> well, the river was like next to the parking lot. Okay. So he couldn't. He might, yeah. He might go over there. Yeah. So they had a search and rescue come and search and rescue was, just found it very odd because adults tend not to go missing from their office. Like that's not a thing. Right. So Morrison got copies of the security footage and he saw Scoop walk in at 535 a.m. But there was no footage of him ever leaving. Okay. So Morrison got a break where he talked to the DJ who who shares the office space, and he's literally right across the hall. And he said at 7.30 that the DJ saw him getting coffee, and he said that Scoop was unusually curt. He didn't even say hi to him. Hmm. So next, Morrison got Scoop's phone records, and he found a 911 call at 7.48 a.m. Hmm. But there was no one on the other end. It was nine seconds of silence. Hmm. Yeah. So then people started to think Scoop was abducted. Yeah. Like by a transient. Hmm. Because Breckenridge is a resort town and people, it's like right off the highway and people come and go because it's skiing. It's like a skiing location. And he's always flashing around cash and he's old. Right. So people are like, someone probably abducted him got cash and you know killed him or whatever so the morning he disappeared he had called the organizer of the fundraiser he was at the night before yep. and he had given her his banking information because he hadn't paid at the for all the stuff okay and when she went to go charge his bank the bank account was empty wow so she was like someone must have this is a
1: movie plot this is very involved no Okay.
0: She was like someone must have drained his bank yeah. and then, you know, probably killed him or whatever. Right. So, a little bit more on scoop. He had moved to Breckenridge in the 90s. And he'd moved from Washington DC and his law practice was made up of tons of Brazilian companies and he had brought them with him from DC to Breckenridge. So, two days later after his appear, a uh, disappearance rather. Morrison had called in reinforcements, including the FBI, because when you're looking for a kidnapping, it automatically becomes an FBI, even if it's an adult. Okay. So Morrison started probing into the 24 hours before his disappearance, and he starts sa- finding some weird shit.
1: Okay. This Scoop is, was this is interesting.
0: Scoop was married in Washington D.C. Oh. And he had eight kids.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: (laughs) And when he moved to Breckenridge, he severed his relationship with all eight kids and his was obviously his ex-wife. Wow. So then Morrison, the cop, goes to Scoop's girlfriend and he's like, "Uh, you know, do you know, was anything weird? And she's like, yeah. Scoop gave her a key, which was unusual because Scoop never locked his house. Okay. Like ever, because it was like a super homey town. Right. But he locked up and gave her a key and then he gave her his favorite boots and his favorite suit and said, I won't need these for a while.
1: What the hell is going on?
0: So then like the police who were thinking it was like they had like different things that it could be and they were keeping track of like evidence that fell into, you know, um, violent options or it could be like disappearance in the woods kind of thing. Yeah. They added willful disappearance to the list. Yeah. And they started adding evidence that were pointing to that. And the more they found out, the more they thought that, okay, he's probably not a victim anymore. Like, yeah. he's... He, he's preparing
1: he, for something.
0: He, but there was he, still
1: a 911 call, so that's weird.
0: So they go back to the secretary, and they're like, tell us everything. Walk us through everything again. Yeah. And she gives a little more information She's like, yeah, my paycheck was on my desk when I came in that morning. She's like, it it was payday. She's like, but it's out of character because he never paid us out payroll until 5 p.m. Wow. She's like, he was one of those people who held on the money until the last minute. <laughs> and like multiple people, like his old law partner corroborated that. She was like, yeah, he hated paying bills. Yeah. He was one of those, like you had to pull the money from him. I get that. So emerging evidence pointed to him, you know, arranging this and walking away from his dog and his life. Morrison and the FBI got 29 search warrants in total. Wow. 29. So going through everything that he then tried to destroy. So they when they started going through his office, they found all these like files that he had tried to shred that didn't quite like work like the shredder jammed (laughs) and stuff. They found a letter about being behind on child support. And He probably
1: they, wasn't used to running the shredder himself. Yeah. Had to someone else do it, so he put too much stuff in at the same time.
0: And then they found that he had been denied credit from the bank.
1: you said something about child support?
0: He was behind. Oh, okay. Because he has eight kids. Yeah. And an individual called the police when they found out Scoop was missing and told them that Scoop had stolen a quarter of a million dollars from him during a real estate transfer. Whoa. So police hired forensic attorneys from Denver. Wait a minute.
1: Why didn't he... Like, recently? Why, did, why wouldn't you No, it was in before? process,
0: but they, now that he's missing...
1: Oh, okay. It,
0: he, they think it was stolen. Gotcha. So police hired forensic attorneys and found that he had over 20 bank accounts. Wow. 20. It's
1: like 19 more than I have.
0: It's like 18 more than I have. <laughs> so... On December 7th, 2011, while crossing the U.S.-Mexico border, Scoop was detained.
1: Was it, it 2011, you said?
0: 2011. So this, this is like four was years. Four years. He was entering the U.S. From Mexico. From Mexico. Oh. Ah. He says he was overwhelmed when he left. He had planned to just throw himself off a cliff. He went to Mexico, where he wrote for a website for the last four years. He says he didn't even realize people were looking for him. Yeah, I bet. Bullshit.
1: Yeah, because when he you owe people said, money, usually they're just, they're fine They with just it. let you go. <laughs> he
0: decided, he said he decided to come back and face the music and that any money that he did take was for his business and not for personal use. He used it to pay off expenses. He was accused of embezzling more than 500000 but he did plead guilty to two felony theft charges with 11 other charges dropped. He Jesus. got, he got 11 years in prison in 2012 and has to repay 462,000 to seven victims. And he's, he's seven years into his sentence. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's actually a disappeared episode. Okay. That resolved. It didn't resolve when it was on. It was from season one. Okay. And it was, it didn't resolve at the time that it was on, but it has since resolved. He He's since come back and been found. Right. And I'm guessing he knew he was on the show and was like, I should probably come back and face the music people think I'm missing.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have come back. Yeah. If I'd gone through all that trouble. He
0: didn't, he didn't have to. I mean, he yeah. was living a life fine in Mexico. The yeah. only way he was found is he chose to come back through yeah. the border.
1: That's a. But it's yeah. all very strange.
0: Yeah, he. Uh,
1: I thought when you were talking about the all the uh, clients he had, the Brazilian clients, like maybe they sent somebody for him or something.
0: I thought maybe he would go to Brazil, like uh, Brazilian Airlines could have been one of his clients. Yeah. They could have sent a plane and he could have just hopped on and left. Hmm. Like that was my thinking. No, nah, the dude went down to Mexico and wrote for a website. <laughs> but yeah, he came back and it's like, what? And he's like old, old now. I mean, he was born in fifty, nineteen fifty. 1950.
1: Yeah, that's when my mom was born. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And uh, that's, that's that.
1: That was intriguing.
0: Right. Isn't that just weird? Yeah. It's just weird. And fucking embezzling money. Like, the real estate transfers, what gets me is, like, he was supposed to be brokering this deal. Yeah. And the guy had given him $250,000 in cash to yeah. hold to, to broker the deal, and the dude just made off with it.
1: Yeah. That's weird.
0: That's horrible. Imagine if you were out $250,000. I
1: wish I had $250,000 to be out.
0: Right. <laughs> That's, yeah, something else.
1: All right. Time yeah, for you. That that was fun.
0: is not an interesting story. No murder.
1: No murder. No murder. No murder. No murder.
0: Just a little bit of bozzles. <laughs> like my old boss. No one Basel.
1: So I wanted to talk about the fact that I have I have two people that up until today were very very close friends. And then, unfortunately, we're not close friends anymore because they forced me to watch Aquaman last night. So Steve and Rob are no longer my closest friends. They held me hostage and made me watch Aquaman.
0: Yeah, I knew that happened last night.
1: Yeah, that was by Saturday night. We had such a wonderful day together. We went to, like, three comic book shops and ate all day. And I do like eating. And then... I mean, we yeah we had all the good Akron food Gross. and then they're like you're going to watch Aquaman with us can't imagine but no but in all seriousness uh I did agree to it. I said maybe I could get through it if I had some friends there to kind of rag on it kind of MST3K it, you know. Yeah. And uh that's that's pretty much what we did and Steve was just laughing the whole goddamn time. They'd both seen the movie. They sat through it in the theater, so they kind of put themselves through some shit. I can't believe they watched
0: it again.
1: They only did it because of how much I didn't want to watch it, and they wanted to—they wanted to watch me watch it. Basically, that was the entertainment for the evening: watching me watch Aquaman. So, going back to what you were saying earlier, though, I was also going to kind of contrast and compare it with Spider-Man: Far From Home. I was going to bring that in just a little bit to kind of, you know, what what people do right, what people do wrong in these kind of movies.
0: So are there going to be spoilers?
1: There are going to be spoilers for both Aquaman and Spider-Man Far From Home. No holds barred. So if if you don't want to hear those spoilers because you haven't seen the movie, then this would be a good time to turn off the podcast. However, uh, and there's really no spoilers for Aquaman. You know exactly how that movie goes without having seen it. So that's not the issue. Spider-Man Far From Home has some, you know, as as Marvel is wont to do, their trailers are are misleading, and which I love. I love the misleading trailers, and so you know it's not always what you see unless is what you, you get. Know,
0: unless you know Sean.
1: What does that mean? Unless you know Sean. Unless
0: the trailers you know Sean. weren't misleading at all. If if anyone's been listening to you at all. <laughs> all
1: right. If you've read comic books. You're familiar you, with these characters. Did you watch
0: the? All. Sorry, the,
1: spoilers. All spoilers ahead. So
0: spoilers ahead. Full spoilers. warning.
1: I, I don't. I hate spoiling stuff for people that don't turn like it spoilers. You,
0: turn yes. it off if you. So turn it off if you haven't seen it. please,
1: don't listen anymore. Spoiler! 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 Spider-Man: Far From Home.
0: Spoilers.
1: What were you gonna say?
0: Did you watch the pitch meeting for Far From Home?
1: No. Did you? Esty
0: sent it to me. Yeah. So I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> Is <Isn't> it funny? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's like they're like we're going to have Mysterio and they're like, they're like, Oh, they're like the, the great villain. And they're like, yeah, but we're going to pretend like he's not a villain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. and
0: they're like, Oh, but everybody knows.
1: <laughs> That's how I felt. It's, yeah. Everybody knows. And it's not even comic books at this point. If you watch the 90s Spider-Man, if you watch any Spider-Man cartoons at any point for any length of time, you would have seen Mysterio. You yeah. know, full, you don't have to There's always read a, comic books. You, you there's, there's like, a lot of other media. But his
0: name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? They're
0: like, but, yeah, I, I watched the... Oh,
1: something you said uh, made me think of something. Something you said in your story about they watched the camera footage. So I was, I put on Venom last night while we were eating. Venom. I put, I put that on over at, at, at the Rocco's house because I was hoping to not watch Aquaman. So I put on Venom real quick and just booted up my voodoo on their TV Put on Venom. We were
0: like, distraction. Exactly.
1: So it got to the scene where Eddie, go, Eddie Brock goes into the Life Foundation and get ends up getting the Venom symbiote by accident. And this is always, you know, the goofy thing is the fact there's no cameras in this place, Which right? Which
0: makes no sense.
1: But it does. It does now. I had an epiphany because Carlton Drake... Is doing highly illegal stuff in there, and he probably doesn't want recorded footage of it.
0: Oh yeah, that does make sense.
1: Right, but because he has a full why. security team. He has people he has paid off.
0: Yeah, that but does They make probably sense has a strict. Because- in a
1: lot of corporate buildings, like as we saw in The Dark Knight, they take your cell phone when you come in. Like they don't want you taking pictures of shit.
0: Yeah, that does make sense because uh, you saw what happens to Maria.
1: Right, and oh, the other Venom. there's a lot of people. Venom. Oh, Spoilers. nobody cares about Venom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They just don't. I love, I love Venom, but they, they've already... Either, people that wanted to see Venom have seen Venom. <laughs> like, there's nobody that has that on a wait list. Uh, there's no real spoilers in Venom anyway. But yeah, yeah, I thought of that last night when we were watching it. It just kind of hit me. Kind of like the epiphany I had about how Spider-Man maybe gets tailoring skills from his spider bite. Since spiders, <laughs> spiders weave. They, they weave. <laughs> so maybe that's why he can make such amazing suits in the other <laughs> Spider-Man movies. But yeah, Ma- Carlton Drake probably doesn't want cameras doesn't want video footage of any goings on there because that's just evidence yeah, collecting you saw
0: what maria what happened to maria when she like to a like, lot
1: of people it's yeah. <laughs> like three people get murdered in there yeah <laughs> so
0: i don't remember their names though
1: so well there's there's the chick from parks and rec john ralphio's little little sister
0: oh yeah mona lisa
1: doris skirth is her character name of course
0: yeah dr skirth
1: yeah and then doctor and then there's uh isaac the first guy
0: yeah, the first guy, Isaac, yeah. everybody's everybody's favorite <laughs> test subject, Isaac.
1: So, I've watched Jesus. the movie a lot, okay? I've watched the movie a lot. I really enjoy the character of Venom, despite, and I can admit this, Venom is not a great character. It's just, I have a love for that character from the 90s. I love his design. He's a goofy monster, and I just love it. It just appeals to that part of me. He's, he's not a many-layered character like Spider-Man. I just love Venom unabashedly. Uh, it, I, lo- I love everything about Venom. So, and I love Tom Hardy's portrayal of Venom is is great. He makes him just way more likable.
0: Yeah, it's the bracelets. I think
1: it's not the bracelets. Bracelets don't help at all. Mm. But yeah, so I, I just little tidbit for Venom fans who all, I'm sure everybody was like, why are why are there no cameras? Why does he just check camera footage to find out what happened last night? And that's, that's
0: that that does make sense.
1: Yeah, he huh. doesn't want somebody to have footage of all the illegal shit going on in there basically so i mean and again that's still kind of unlikely but it, it can make sense in that comic book universe when somebody is literally murdering transients in their facility <laughs> you might not want evidence of their deaths to, to leak out that's kind of a smart move actually So, just you know be there witness the, the results for yourself talk to your experts and uh yeah don't actually have recorded footage of it though why are you making that face
0: What's I just that? feel like you would want recorded footage to rewatch it.
1: Right. You're right. But, I mean, like, it's, it's just a, a possibility for why there's no cameras Yeah. in the facility. No, All right, so, it so, does
0: make sense.
1: So getting back to Aquaman and Spider-Man Far From Home, the, really the, 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 what I was going to compare was just the fact that, so with the Marvel movies, when, when you just take the basic bones and structure of a Marvel movie, there's nothing unique going on there. When you when you have the hero's arc, right? You you know, whatever, be it an origin story or a sequel or whatever. So Spider-Man: Far From Home is a sequel. So what you have now is the reluctant hero story arc. You know what I mean? He doesn't really want to do it, but something happens, and he becomes the hero he's meant to be. Right? That's not a, we've That's seen not that a new. million times. Yeah. It's a but. Here's the thing, and this is kind of what I'm focusing on in, in my in my novel I'm writing. It's about the characters. It's about how you write the characters, the character relationships, the character development, all that kind of stuff. So when I contrast it with Aquaman, Aquaman is basically the same thing. It's an, or, you know, kind of an origin story. It is an origin story. He's a reluctant hero who's destined to be king, right, of the water. Of water the, king. Yeah. Okay. That's the bare bones of it. Is he also like it's all about
0: king? Like, would he be king of my bath if I were to take a bath? Is <laughs> it no, same he's water? like the salt water king. Okay.
1: He's a saltwater king. So he. Because
0: I would also make him toilet king.
1: So yeah. So when you just compare the basic structures, it's essentially the same thing. But again, it's all about the execution, how it's written, who you have writing it, uh, and so with Aquaman, and I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time har- harping on how bad Aquaman is. It's yeah, possibly I worse. Than I bet this
0: is only like the third podcast we've dedicated to it. So I bet <laughs> you don't want to spend any. Well,
1: I just feel like I've seen it now. So maybe people, because some like Rob was always like, "You can't say anything about it. You didn't watch it." I'm like, "Bullshit!" And I was right. I could everything I said was true. So, but here's they—they have no character development whatsoever in this movie. I mean, he—he does. He's a reluctant king. There's barely any motivation for him to become king other than actually, I don't even know what his motivation is. He just changes his mind at one point. Oh, there's a chick he wants to fuck. So that helps. Who lives in the water?
0: Yeah, it's that. It's that whole. You like sex and money too, right? Like yeah. sex and money, <laughs> we yeah. just hang
1: out. Here, here's what here's something to really, No, I've I've gone over the first twenty minutes, pretty in depth. So I'm just going to mention some other gripes I have with this movie. Why do all the people who live in the water wear shoes? Wouldn't you wear flippers if you're gonna you want to get around faster? Why do you have shoes on? Either, barefoot or first flippers? Of all, here's right? the
0: thing. Here's the thing. It's been proven that people who kill themselves by jumping off a bridge, they take off their shoes. <laughs> people don't wear shoes in the water
1: right and not he, even
0: people who are killing themselves and
1: he's fully he's got his chain wallet in his jeans he's got he's fully dressed well, i understand he the, has,
0: i truly do understand the chain wallet because your wallet could like fly out and float away it's so <laughs> it's low. gonna rust though your oh, chain's yeah. gonna rust
1: but he's got cowboy boots on cowboy boots aren't cheap right oh
0: and leather wet leather
1: right that's what that's i mean like a
0: problem it's all
1: really stupid it's all in the name of you know, appealing to that middle-aged lady crowd or whatever. I can't
0: imagine having wet cowboy boots on. So, I would rather be dead.
1: So here, here's just some fun points though about the movie. the The score music for the movie is so over the top. Every conversation, I'd say about ninety seven percent about of the conversations in this movie are the most dramatic thing you've ever heard. Every <laughs> conversation, and the the mu- the score just goes the whole time. It's just ramping up. There's no uh, dynamics going on. Everything is just they're just trying to elevate the whole time. There's the, right, it doesn't I don't ebb and
0: have flow. For that
1: and so every conversation kind of goes like this. It would be no matter what they're talking about, it'd be like Maggie. No. We need to get the laptop and do the podcast. And Maggie's like, but I'm very tired. I don't want to do the podcast. Everything and the music's is bum 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 bum. <laughs> the strings are going. And it's and every time the villain King Orm.
0: No. <laughs> No. Who
1: does look like Bible man as pointed out by the red letter media people. He every time he finishes a sentence, I shit you not, it goes bum bum bum. <laughs> it's just so I am not exaggerating. Bum 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 every fucking time. And I don't think they realize that that's comedic, that's ridiculous, it's stupid. There's two whole sequences in this movie that are probably between between 10 and 20 minutes a piece that serve no purpose. This is a two and a half hour movie that could have been closer to 90 minutes if they had cut these two. There's a sequence, and I am not, I swear I am not making this up. There is a sequence where they end up in Italy.
0: Uh, what? why because oh, of water.
1: They're there for a thing because they're on like a treasure hunt. Hmm. Uh, and so Amber Heard and Jason, they end up there and... So they're on land and they're in like this little, it reminds me of, uh, what's that What's that movie with Diane Lane where she goes, and they, they kind of spoofed it a little on on some shows and stuff. Doesn't she like go to another city and start writing, it? or maybe it's Eat, Pray, Love, or something. It reminds me, of, I haven't oh, seen those Julia movies. Oh, Julia Roberts. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a Diane, Diane Lane movie where she oh, went to Italy. Tuscany, Liers. Once Upon a... Yeah, something like that, Tuscany? Under a Tuscan Sun or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's it. Which I've never seen, but I imagine it's a lot like this scene in Aquaman, where the music just changes to the most cheesy 80s love ballad you've ever fucking heard, Uh like straight out of Footloose. And then uh, the redhead Mm -hmm. chick is walking around, and the, while this music plays and she's like falling in love with humanity. She sees kids eating. So she picks up some roses and starts eating them. Okay. And then right. Aquaman, it, he she holds them out to him. And so he eats the roses because he wants to fuck her. So he eats the roses, too. And okay. then there's a fountain and there's a girl putting a coin in it. And it's just and it's the whole time. I'm just aghast that this is happening. And then the black black manta attacks. Right. And then there's a big chase scene and black manta loses. And that's it. That's nothing, like it doesn't move characters forward, doesn't move plot forward. It is just a multi-million dollar action scene for the sake of making a multi-million dollar action scene. And you know how I feel about chase scenes, on foot or in cars. I
0: hate chase scenes. Yes.
1: And that's what this turned into. So it went from romantic comedy, without the comedy, without the intentional comedy anyway, into chase scene, and then they were over. And then they end up, here's this is my favorite part of the movie. They end up on this boat, and... Going somewhere i i really wasn't paying attention a lot of times so i don't <laughs> really i was playing on my phone a lot because i was trying to hold on to my sanity and uh but they're on a boat for some reason going somewhere for some reason right doesn't none of it matters <laughs> none of it matters when you're watching them you don't need to know you don't they're going somewhere because i got he's gotta fight the dude gotta fight the dude save the ocean and <laughs> like so they're on the boat or they wake up on the boat they, they're the camera's on him He's like sitting there or laying there. The camera's on here him and you hear the score music. The score's not doing the bum, bum, bum thing. It's like this soft little flute music. The camera pans over. The camera pans over and she's on, she's playing a flute on a boat. She has a flute. She's playing it on the boat.
0: She's just, and like she
1: looks over at him. She stopped like he, he comes to and she looks over at him like. Oh, I didn't see you there. You know, that kind of, it was just, it was so absurd. I just lost it at that part. Like it was so ridiculous. The idea that she would have this flute She she's just, just whipped a flute out of somewhere. I guess it's we can all guess where there's this huge Jackson scene. There's only one place she could have had a flute. Pulls out a fucking recorder. <laughs> oh no, she's dying. <laughs> Maggie's dying. Do you need some water? I made her laugh too hard. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. She pulled out a flute, and then yeah, she's just like casually playing a flute with like her legs crossed on this boat, whatever. And it was it was so absurd. It was so insanely absurd. And then it goes back to everybody having super serious conversations. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So the whole the whole reason How is this
0: compared to Far From Hope? <laughs>
1: just the hero's arc. Just the bones of it. That's all. But th- that's the thing. Well, what I was gonna say is. Uh, so Spider-Man: Far From Home, or pretty almost any Marvel movie, like any of the the single character movies, you know your hero's not going to die, right?
0: Yeah. In the single not. character
1: movies, so that's just you know that for a fact. However, they really ramp it up in Spider-Man. You know he he fights Mysterio yeah, in that Marvel. illusion. He gets hit by a fucking train, and you, you know he's not dead, but you right. still you're like oh holy shit this is bad this is this bad news kid. yeah and you feel for the character though right. Right, and and then it puts, and that's part of his development too. Like he doesn't know what to do after that point. He just got his ass kicked. He fucked up really bad. What does he do? And that's the whole thing. It's that's it. And then the, the hero's heroes completes. You know, he he gets the pep talk. He just he figures out what he needs to do.
0: Right. His guide is happy for a change. Right.
1: And but you, the whole time you're you're emotionally invested. What's in what's going on though? I mean, yeah. you should be. That's the intention, and it's pretty easy to be, I think, because the writing is. Uh, not everybody's not just barking at each other the whole time lines of exposition and no actual personality whatsoever, which is what happens in Aquaman. It's just every time someone speaks, it is pure exposition or whining. I and can't believe.
0: It. I can't believe she fucking pulled out a flute.
1: She pulled out a flute, dude, and just start like they put that in the movie. There's a whole the whole other sequences. is <laughs>
0: put that in the movie.
1: <laughs> like they didn't, they didn't put that on the cutting room floor. Uh, <laughs> the other sequences, they get attacked by these creatures called the trench, which are some kind of fish zombies, I guess. And so they fight them and then run away. And then again, there, there's no reason for that entire sequence. It's just 20. It's just all special effects on screen, big money. And of course they get away because they're not going to die. And there's no tension ever. You never feel like he, Aquaman is in danger. Even when he has this duel earlier in the movie, the dude breaks his pitchfork, which they keep calling a Trident. And it drives me nuts That's because it's it's got five prongs. It's not a Trident. <laughs> like It's in the fucking name. It's Pitchfork. He breaks it in half. And Aquaman's fine. He's in fine. But that's that's pretty much they determined that he can't possibly win now. So he gets saved by the redhead chick. Because he broke his thing in half. Like, yeah, he's not like <laughs> he's not about to kill him or anything. He's not holding his trident over him. He's not like badly beaten. He's They're like, just like, oh, oh it's no. broken half. Oh no.
0: <laughs> he's still holding it.
1: He has two weapons now. And that's that's literally they call the fight basically. She comes in and saves him because, oh man, man. Uh, it's it's so bad and then there's uh-huh. like a so you remember in the karate kid when when he does the crane kick yeah right like that's the big move which is like the dumbest thing you could ever do in a fight is yeah. throw your own balance off by standing on one foot yeah. you would never see like an you would mma never fight. do that like when when they throw kicks out they throw them out as fast as possible yeah they do not stand there throw their arms in the air yeah. like a bird <laughs> like <laughs> so that's it's a really dumb moment right even as a kid i was like okay what little i knew about martial arts i was like that's, that's not effective. Huh so this is aquaman has a similar thing where he gets a trident he goes there's a big quest to go find the best trident right king whatever's trident and it's pretty much like king arthur but the of the ocean oh and julie andrews voices the Kraken. the Kraken shows up and talks to him right and uh okay so he gets the good trident and then he, he fights the, the guy best fork
0: in the district
1: <laughs> oh and willem defoe was in it and the whole time willem Dafoe is on screen i just kept looking at that gif where it zooms in on do you know the gif i'm talking about where he's like he's just grinning really hardcore do you seriously not know this gif it's the best gif ever there's a willem dafoe gif just look up willem dafoe smiling or grinning or whatever i'm gonna show you this gif i couldn't help but but think of it the whole fucking time i think steve sent it to me to mock me yes this is the greatest gift ever
0: oh yeah i know that
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) i don't know what that's from but it's hilarious. Either, but but okay. he's in the movie, and that's all I could think of the whole time because he got his hair pulled up in a man bun. Oh, and that's good. what he looks like. He just looks like the man bun. is stretching his face into that grin the whole time, even though he's not actually grinning. But anyway, at one point, he trains Aquaman and he teaches him the ultimate move with a trident, which is to spin it really fast like a cheerleader. Basically, you know, that's that's the ultimate thing you can do with a trident. And wow. once he does that move, he becomes unstoppable. Well, even though, we're talking he, like
0: you're in color guard.
1: He just spins it real fast in front of him. And the guy, instead of just being like, "I'll just wait till you're done I guess he
0: <laughs> like you could just
1: he, or just spinning back at him I'm like, I can do that too. He attacks and loses because you know because he's funny he spun the trident really fast and that's I mean there's nothing you can do about a spinning trident <laughs> like it's like a helicopter blade right no, you, then, just
0: don't, you just wait you just
1: sit down like, <laughs> like, or you spin your trident and then go in with that and then you clash that's what happens. you literally stick your trident in. And he's gonna hit your trident, but no, he he goes rushing and sends him flying because he's just spinning it so hard. Yeah, there's there's no counter to that move, just like the crane kick and try. There's nothing you can do once somebody spins something in front of you. Yeah, it's it's so it's all fucking so awful, so fucking awful, and all the dialogue is is the most most cliche ridden. It's you could you could somebody could cut together that movie. And lift lines from tons of other movies and put the almost the exact same dialogue together. Except for the phrase, uh, I am the ocean master. You're going to have trouble finding that because that's a line. That's a, yeah. I am the ocean master or whatever. I will be the ocean master. But most of the other dialogue, like, I'm going to kick his ass. Time for an ass whooping. Awesome. And, you know. For permission
0: the, to come aboard.
1: Yeah. And these pithy comebacks. Screw you. And there's moments where you're supposed to laugh, and it's it's so fucking awful. It's just bad. But anyway, get back to Spar- Spider-Man far, far From Home.
0: Yeah, I feel like we didn't talk enough about that.
1: Let's go into that. So you saw Spider-Man Far From Home? Yup. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Mysterio is not the hero, which is again shouldn't be a big surprise. Like Sean I mean,
0: made sure to tell everybody that a couple of weeks ago on the podcast
1: at the time. I didn't know. Hey, listen, I could have been wrong. Look at Captain Marvel and the Skrulls. The Skrulls have always been bad in the comics. So when they show up in Captain Marvel, you assume they're bad. But they're not. So they can change things in the movie. They're not necessarily sticking directly to the comics. They could have surprised me just like they do with Captain Marvel. And as you saw at the end of Far From Home, the Skrulls are still good. They're still just good folks who look horrifying.
0: They're just nice folks letting Nick Fury take a break or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, um, I liked Far From Home kind of a lot. I loved it. And I loved it.
1: I've seen it twice.
0: I've seen it once. And I liked it a lot. And I don't really have anything to say other than the fact that, yeah, you told me up front. So, like, the second he comes on screen, I'm just like, well, this is. You,
1: like, you, like. Grabbed me or or poked me or something when he when the change when the he, the heel turn started to occur, yeah. And then you like gave me a look of
0: like yeah you fucking around this for me.
1: The, this is coming from the person who looked up spoilers for Endgame before she saw Endgame. All of a sudden. Well, I
0: had to know. <laughs> I had to know who died so I could emotionally prepare.
1: Oh, and that did not work out no, at all. No, it didn't.
0: I didn't. I, that lesson was, a, learned that there. was not I just spent the whole movie in tears instead.
1: Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home is almost a perfect movie. It's got another great villain. Mm-hmm. Uh Tom Holland is fantastic as Spider-Man. My my I have two gripes with the movie. They are minor. And it, the one gripe honestly doesn't even the the villain is great. My issue the issue I'm about to state is more just with Spider-Man in general. I want to see him come up with mm-hmm. a villain That he can actually that can actually go toe-to-toe with him in a fight that is super powered you know like venom for instance or even green goblin or doc ock but i want to see that in the marvel universe so with mysterio he's just a human and there's uh, an amazing sequence where it's there's all these drones and spider-man is just spider-man in it up web swinging using his powers to his full ability and it is fantastic and wonderful one of the coolest things i've ever seen on the screen as someone who is a huge fan of spider-man but i i just i also want to see him getting i want to see a, a fight i want to see him fight somebody you know he he took out some burglars there's a cool scene in homecoming where he took out the people robbing the atm but again they weren't yeah. super powered they had a superpower weapon so there were some issues there but i want to see him go against venom hopefully we'll get to see that one day the other issue i have is i don't like the new suit he designed because it's not as cool as his homecoming suit the classic look has been around since 1962 it has not changed other than maybe the size of the, the lenses in his eyes. But other than that, it, it has stayed true to the original Steve Ditko design. And when they change it to the dark blue slash black and put the white spider on his back, it's, it's just unnecessary. It, comic book fanboys don't like change, as I'm sure you know. Change typically isn't good. So Bat, Batman, though, however, like well, you talk about Batman's suit, there's been a lot of changes to his suit over time, but they were they were needed. His suit has evolved a lot because it needed to. Spider-Man's suit hasn't because it hasn't needed to. So when they made small modifications to it for Homecoming with the little black and the high-tech looking stuff, but kept the overall blue and red design, it was perfect. Like they they haven't done better than that. They cool. never will, and they tried to do something different and I hope they go back to his his red and blue suit. Okay. I don't I don't like change. I don't like new things. So let's what? talk about what they did right in this movie though. They fixed MJ. They made MJ they likable. Did fix MJ. MJ is a likable character. You're happy to see them get together. Yep. She. They gave her some personality. You find out why she was, you know, behaving the way she was at Homecoming with her, uh, her weirdness basically.
0: Yeah, her weird, snide comments.
1: But uh, she's good in the movie. Also, uh, I made mention of this. Somewhere on I know on the podcast I do with John, the Sean Knobs and Boomsticks podcast,
0: you made mention of it to me in person,
1: which is that in the Spider-Man in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, an actor named J.K. Simmons played J. Jonah Jameson. And I said to John when we were talking about Spider-Man 2002 a little bit on our last podcast, I said to him, uh, they, they've never recast J. Jonah Jameson because that guy is so perfect. You guys said that on here. Have I I don't know where I've said anything, so I may Did have said you? that on here. Yeah. But regardless, I've stated this in the past, that n- nobody's recast Jay Jonah Jameson. Because, and I th- I, always, I said it was because that guy was so perfect as him, I thought they were afraid to do it. And then in this movie, we get J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, and people cheered. Like, both times we saw the movie, including myself, I, I, I kind of clapped a little bit, so I was so happy to see him as J. Jonah. He's so perfect. Yeah. And then the movie ends in a perfect spot where... Mysterio has set it up. He outs Peter Parker's secret identity, brands him a terrorist, and then the movie closes. And it was brilliant, because that is Spider-Man in a nutshell. In the comics, when things are looking up for him, that's when everything goes all fucking pie-shaped, because that, that's Spider-Man's life. It was all what? Pie-shaped. What does that mean? Like, bad, flat. Everything, pie-shaped? You know, things look up and everything. You know, splat.
0: Never heard that term.
1: I might have made it up. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Everything goes bad. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, so, yeah, he, he's, he's been set up as a terrorist, which could set up a Venom appearance. So in the comics, anytime his identity, which has happened multiple times because there's always these continuity resets, so typically what happens is his, his, all his old villains come after him. They know who he is. Some of them already know who he is, like Norman Osborn as Green Goblin in the comics but so a lot of villains come out of the woodwork try to take him out sometimes the police try to take him out because there's a reward offered by j jonah jameson a lot of times they come after his aunt may which is the whole point of his secret identity is to protect the people around him they come after mary jane and they come after aunt may and they kidnap them sometimes they kill them whatever what have you so this sets up a really good movie but it also potentially sets up venom showing up and because maybe because he thinks spider-man is a terrorist now right he did this terrorist attack in London. and so maybe Venom shows up and that's how they fight, even though Venom's been established as a good guy in the cinematic realm already. that would set them up to fight. but then also, you know as always as what happens in comic books is they eventually figure out that you know they're not each other's enemy and then they fight a common villain. <laughs> Maggie has just slipped into a coma guys. Please send your thoughts and prayers. hashtag couple goals.
0: Hashtag Are you back? Prayers. Are you
1: back now? It's, <laughs> it's just, a very exciting, very exciting. Yes. What? What?
0: So boring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very exciting over here on this side of the couch. The idea of that being a, being a possibility has potential. So yeah, it's just a, it's a great movie. It's another great portrayal of Spider Man. Lots of great action, and uh, I, yeah, other than the fact that he they still haven't given him a villain that he can really go toe to toe with. And the fact that they they changed his suit for no reason he could have upgraded his suit and just made it look the same. But but fine, go ahead, change the one of the most iconic fucking superhero suits of all time.
0: I think the point is, if you're going to upgrade it, you need to make it look upgraded.
1: Okay, but they could have literally just like he thinned out the red on the arms. They could have just done that, you know, did not so much red on the arms. That was part of the suit. That's all they had to even, didn't do. And they the ch- if they'd have done that, and then just changed the symbol on the back, but kept the exact same color scheme as before, I would have been okay with that. Small modifications. Small modifications.
0: It's weird how nobody checked with you.
1: I, I know, right? So, but yeah, you—that's that's how comic book fans are. We like think we've been reading this stuff for years. We don't like change. But they'll if they they do it right, they'll get back to status quo though. Oh yeah. But yeah, don't watch Aquaman ever. I'm not going to ask you to watch it because I love you. I thought my friends you know, loved me. I thought we were really good friends. We've known each other our whole lives, and then that's what they did to me. And it's, Steve really enjoyed that viewing at my expense. He could not stop laughing about the flute. I guess they didn't really notice the flute thing when they saw it the first <laughs> time. But I noticed it I right see- away
0: i nearly died laughing at the <laughs> just the thing. idea
1: of it and the, uh, the image you have in your head is exactly how it plays <laughs> yeah. out like it is it is fucking terrible that's this why, is some twilight that's level nonsense
0: laughing is the image i have in my head is so fucking hilarious it is yeah that like it's like because in my head it's not amber Heard, it's Kristen wig and it's just so much funnier <laughs> i don't know it's just so funny so fucking funny.
1: I kept saying while we were watching the movie, I was like, "Could you imagine being an actor and having to say these lines? Like, this is where your career is at. These are well-known actors at this point." Yeah. You know, Patrick Wilson is the bad guy, and everything he does is bump, bump, bump. <laughs> like everything he says is followed by that. It's so fucking terrible. And people saw this and let Hellboy just fucking die on the vine, though. Like that. That's so upsetting.
0: I don't know if you know this, but. Uh Jason Mimosa wasn't in Mimosa. Yeah, but Hellboy in.
1: is shirtless a lot. And he's fucking ripped. He's a handsome guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's disgusting.
1: <laughs> what that's just mean. No. I'm racist against red people.
0: It's accurate.
1: He's he's hot stuff. Yeah, he's buff. He's gotta go. Oh, I on. thought
0: you were referring to the fact that his name is Hellboy. <laughs> Word He's played. not hot,
1: but he can withstand the hot, the heat. As yeah. they demonstrated. He's a he? demon. He's yeah.
0: Half demon or whatever. Yeah. I, all right. So, yeah, that's know, that's all I want to talk about. I just want I to talk to about Aquaman. About,
1: oh. the contrast with Spider-Man Far From Home. So you could, because it, some Is this people. The
0: last week we have talked about Spider-Man?
1: I, I can't promise that. Hopefully for a while. Maybe. I don't know. It's, you know, the movies venom, come out. Venom,
0: Venom, Venom, Venom. venom. Venom, 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 venom.
1: I went off track. You threw me off with your singing.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you liked my singing of that Venom song.
1: Rob was doing that all day yesterday. Venom, too. venom, <laughs> venom. Can't That's help. why I put the movie on it. He was doing it before the movie.
0: Knock, knock, we didn't even... Evelyn.
1: And then it made me think, you know what? I'm just going to put Venom on here. Maybe we won't venom, have venom, to watch Aquaman. Venom, venom,
0: venom, venom. But yeah,
1: don't go see any more DC movies, is what I'm asking. And please, when. V- when Hellboy comes out on video, please buy it. Jesus. Buy multiple copies. Jesus. But, but it's kind of like you and Trump. You want apologies for people voting for Trump. Yeah. I want apologies for people going to see Aquaman, supporting that dreck, that fucking drivel, while and Hellboy didn't believe, even make its budget back.
0: I can't believe I haven't gotten a single text <laughs> after calling for those apologies last week. Especially, yeah,
1: with all five of our...
0: Patreon patrons.
1: And they I don't think any of them voted for Trump, so most likely.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I guess the five people who heard it did not vote for Trump, so right. or did not text Five me. people
1: who had access to it, we don't even know who listened to it. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, now I'm putting a call out to all y'all.
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Uh, rent it, buy it, whatever, buy it digitally, buy it physically, rent it digitally, go to your local video store. They don't have video stores in Memphis anymore at all. Like, you know how every town has a family video here in Ohio?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, let us
1: know if if wherever you are, you if you have, have video a video stores? store, do you have like and I don't mean like a red box, I mean like like a blockbuster style video store. I mean, we know
0: you don't have a blockbuster, but it was it was like crazy
1: that. going into family video the other night to where'd, go Where'd
0: you go into a family video?
1: in, in Akron to go rent oh. uh, Aquaman.
0: Yeah, we have a family video.
1: Like they, Cause I don't go
0: into it or anything, but yeah, we they, have one. but they
1: rented it on a on a disc and everything.
0: Yeah, was, we have we have that.
1: I know, but it's just we don't do that or anything. No. We're not fucking <laughs>
0: We're not 90, we'll but... Pay,
1: yeah, we'll pay the extra dollar or two to stream it.
0: Yeah. And, it's worth and it in time it's, and it's, gas and inconvenience and, and having f- to return it.
1: Right. Jesus. It, it all works out for us anyway because we're terrible at the return process.
0: Terrible at mailing. Hey, I got to We have those Dude, Amazon they did, ret- they returns. They did have a
1: really cool thing. What'd you say?
0: We have Amazon returns.
1: Yeah, we do. I got to get that out. I have to to do that. <laughs> but uh, this was actually really cool. So there's... The, the family video in Akron has a Marco's Pizza... Right next to it. So oh, when you're so in posted. the family video, there's a window where you can order oh, that's and pick nice up food. Wait, it gets better, though.
0: Too bad it's Marco's Pizza.
1: Right. They have really good cheesy bread. I like their, their cheesy bread. No. Um, and, dude, it's one of those pizza places. It's it's an upgrade from, like, Pizza Hut and Domino's. No, it's
0: fucking not.
1: I mean, when you have Fiesta, obviously, you're not going to get Marco's. However, this would prompt you to get Marco's. If you were one of those people who was physically renting discs,
0: yeah. you can send
1: your disc back with the Marco's mm-hmm. guy. Oh, if you get your pizza delivered. How cool is that? <laughs> like, that's brilliant, right?
0: Brilliant, Harry.
1: It is brilliant, Harry. Yeah, they have it like in there. It's like, oh, order from Marco's and send your movie back with with the delivery guy.
0: I would get Marco's. Exactly that.
1: right. That's a brilliant marketing scheme. <laughs> that's
0: a really good kudos to that. Marketing so you have game. to go get
1: it. But then it's like, I guess we're having Marcos tonight, guys, because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <'Cause I laughs> I'm, I'm in my experience. underwear. I'm not putting pants on. <laughs>
0: not putting pants on, and I got to return fucking, like, Ocean's 13 or 18 or whatever <laughs> gotta, the fuck it is.
1: Got to take Water Duder back to the store. Oh,
0: my God. Sam, stop pushing on all my right, mic. All right, well, that's
1: that's all I have this week. Go see Spider-Man Far From Oh, Spider-Man Far From Home has is, is broken records. It's, it's made, uh, like, $185 million in in six days, so that makes me happy because I've been wanting to see... Spider-Man Tuesday get back box to be in
0: office.
1: a big, huge event. What'd you say? It
0: broke the Tuesday box office records.
1: It did. It broke that, but it broke like the, the July 4th uh, holiday records. So it, it's doing really well, which is good. It is, it is good to see good movies do well. It's a I good wish, movie.
0: It's really I wish enjoyable.
1: Aquaman had not done well, because that, that told it's, them uh, to keep making movies it's got like Peter Aquaman. Peter Billingsley
0: in it, so yep. our people who like Christmas Story. Yep. It's got our boy.
1: He's back. May have remember him from Iron Man one, he's in it again.
0: Well, I mean, um, everyone's seen it. Who's listening at this point? Because it's well, spoilers. Not,
1: some people don't care about spoilers or have no intention of seeing the movies. I'm sure they're still listening to. You.
0: Hey. hey.
1: Uh, yeah, that's. Go go see that. Don't go see Aquaman two. Don't rent Aquaman. Keep people away from Aquaman, please. Hellboy comes out digitally on the 9th of July. It comes out physically on the twenty third of July. Buy it, rent I feel like it. That was
0: like. It was just out. You just saw it. How is it going to be out came in out. two days?
1: It, I saw it in April. So May, June, July. That's No. A, listen to this. No. No, you think that's short. Venom came out like the first week of October. It was on video before Christmas.
0: First of all. That's two all, months. You didn't just see it in April. Yeah, I mean, April 11th. No, I mean like. Oh, that when I saw it with Matt? Of, yeah.
1: Well, that was literally the last day of its theatrical run. And when run. was that? Uh, May. Okay. Yeah.
0: Like into May. Maybe it
1: was June, but I'm pretty sure it was May.
0: I feel like you just saw it.
1: Uh, No. It came out April 11th or 12th was the, the release date. So again, Venom, however, came out October 8th, was on video by like December 18th. That's the shortest. Tra- and it was a hit. That was a hit movie that they turned around really quick to get knock, out before knock. Christmas.
0: Let the Devil. In. That
1: movie made like eight times its budget pack.
0: Aliens.
1: Hellboy, however, did not even hit. Did not even make its budget back. So many people were interested in that movie, and I'm guessing is a lot of that actually is the fault of Marvel and DC that the general public just has no interest in comic book movies unless they're tied into those respective universes.
0: Or it could be releasing a Satan movie around <laughs> Easter. Nah. <laughs> like maybe, <normally>. but nah. <laughs> like normally, you're not like I'm coming. It's not a I'm,
1: Satan movie. I'm
0: coming for you for an Easter release. Here's <laughs> our fucking fucking pinky demon release or whatever.
1: Lots of people don't care about that. They just they probably saw the critic reviews. Now with Venom, they didn't care because they love the character so much that they didn't care about the reviews and they went and saw it. And, and that's good. Think for yourself. That's what you need to do. Because then Aquaman is rated fresh somehow. And people were like, Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. It's no
0: doubt fresh. It's definitely that fucking flute scene. That one time yeah. at Bandcamp, I stuck a flute in my pussy. Yeah. Like that's what that reminds me of.
1: <laughs> I would have I would have liked to have seen that in the movie a lot more than anything else. I did see that in the movie. fucking
0: line or that. Cause no, Amber
1: Heard shoving a flute in her pussy. That well, would have been. That, cause that's, yeah, that would have been a two that's thumbs from
0: American up. American pie. I'm aware. That's not. I
1: know. Allison not, Hannigan delivers the line. <laughs> everybody knows that. Yeah, Everyone that's knows not, that.
0: That's <laughs> not. <laughs>
1: but I would like to have seen that in Aquaman. That,
0: well, she didn't deliver the performance. Everybody, hey, if everybody's allowed to go see Aquaman line,
1: because Jason Momoa.
0: Has his nipples out?
1: I can go see it because there's flutes and pussies. All right,
0: <laughs> just everybody walking around. Put the flute away.
1: <laughs> and hopefully they're playing it at the same. <laughs> like I want to see some talented girls up there. <laughs> That's the sound as it goes away. As it's like air, a slide whistle.
0: Yeah,
1: as the air passes by.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, all right. We're going out on a high note, like George Costanza.
0: All right, guys. We're headed out.
1: Thank Bye. We're headed out, Miss Fritz. <laughs> all right, Miss Fritz. Yeah. <gasps>